Welcome, beautiful souls. You are tuned in to Love Human, Be Spirit. With us, I'm Amy, a 3-5 emotional manifester, right angle, cross of Eden. And I'm Monique, a 1-4 splenic projector, right angle cross of the vessel of love. And we'd love to invite you to join us while we talk all things human and spirit through the lens of human design. We'd like to offer you inspiration, information, and lived experiences while we're on this human ride together. So buckle up or don't, your choice. We're here to celebrate your uniqueness and our own and offer a perspective that allows us to lean into what makes us special, what makes us human. So let's do it. Get ready to laugh, cry, and everything in between. And we plan to have a lot of fun along the way. A quick note before we begin today's episode of Love Human, Be Spirit. When Amy and I originally recorded this, it ended up being two hours long. We used our authorities and decided to release it instead as three separate episodes. We hope you enjoy. Love yourself. Let's move on to the solar plexus. Okay. How about that? Beautiful. Okay. So we've talked about this one at nauseum, you guys. We have two <laughs> beautiful episodes on emotional authority, but we didn't talk. Maybe we did. You know, I've slept since then. Um, and, but this is a very, very spiritual part of our um, design. And so, you know, we're kind of 50, 50 with who has this defined and who doesn't. So please tap into both of those episodes because we have great information on it. Um, and so I think when it's defined for me, the lowest vibration would be me not sharing them, especially because I have a bit connected to my throat. So not sharing what my emotions are and the clarity and the information and the learning and the, all the experiences I've had with them. Um, but really being able to honor that I am not my emotions. Um, it can have great information for me. Um, but, and I can call myself having someone that has emotional depth. Um, but the lowest vibration for me was, um, which I was living you guys. And I've said that, I said that very clearly early on until I went to the retreat in January. Did I really allow myself to open up to letting myself feel my emotions more and more. And I can tell you things are shifting and changing for me and uh, in all the good ways, some things are uncomfortable and that's okay. Because usually when we step outside of our comfort zone, the most magic happens for us. And so I am really honoring my emotions and allowing myself to feel them. Um, I don't make impulsive decisions. I have in the past. That's probably another really low vibe if you have this defined. Um, and you know, Monique, who has it, who has it undefined. Um, you know, maybe some of the things the lowest five would be um, afraid of emotions. I don't, I don't feel that with her, or with you at all, Monique. I don't feel like you're afraid of them, but that could be the low vibe. Certainly, you guys have heard this before, but avoiding confrontation and truth. Those are like really low vibe. But, you know, conditioning is, um, well, maybe you could talk more about what conditioning could be for a lower vibe, you know, or for an undefined. Holding on to emotions that aren't yours, right? Like we, we, you and I experienced yes. that. We said this in another, yeah. it's like not recognizing, hey, this isn't even mine, you yes. know? Yes, 100%. And and I, I imagine that there are non-emotionals that are weirded out about emotions or not, you know, really, you know, don't express like how I've expressed how I was like super unaligned in the other way. Like I was 
would have described myself as emotional, even though I'm a non-emotional. I've heard both. I mean, I've heard both sides of that. I've heard non-emotionals who also don't identify with emotions at all, which is also not where it's at. Like you said, you can't be scared of them either or weirded out by them. I'm the type of person that I think I just was emotionally, you know, set up to be an emotionally open person, but because I was set up to be an emotionally open person, because I was loved and supported in that way from a young age, I over-identified with emotions that were not mine. That's where, that's where my conditioning was at. Way, way, uh, I was responsible for everybody's emotions all the time. That's how I felt. I felt very responsible for everyone's happiness. I still struggle with this as a conditioning, deconditioning thing. But I always have to remind myself, like, that is not my job. That is not what I'm here for. I am here to experience these emotions with others and then release them when they are not serving me or take what I need to learn from them and use them for, for, for the experience and then let them go, you know, and really honor when they are my own and when they're not and holding on, holding on to and over identifying with emotions, I would say would be a very low vibe of an undefined uh, solar like my own. And I would say a high vibe would be being able to bear witness to emotions from a place of non-attachment and, uh, Conditioning, yeah, conditioning for you. I'm just curious if it's thinking that you have to fix it on behalf of someone else too. Like you have to take that on and envelop it into your energy space and your aura. And then, you know, like really to, in order to be empathetic, which, you know, a lot of times people say that you're super empathetic, if you're, you know, undefined, then that means that you also kind of just have to experience it with them, which does is not true that you, you're, right. you do not have to feel it to the, the level. And quite frankly, we know it's magnified anyway for you. So just really allowing right. yourself to clear that out for me. Um, conditioning definitely was, um, which I already alluded to, so I won't go into, but was definitely more of emotions made me weak. And so I would stuff them down and I stuffed my, my way of stuffing them down was with food, 35 year binge eater here. And so, um, I just didn't let myself feel the things I just, you know, found a way to quote unquote, stuff them and quiet them. I also conditioning was, I would hear regularly, well, who made you feel that way? Or what caused you to feel that way? Or what do you think, you know, looking for external right. you know, justification for why I'm feeling the way I feel. And as we covered in those episodes, we don't have to have that. Sometimes we right. can't even put words to it. There's nothing wrong with us. It's just something we're feeling so freaking what we are not our emotions. We just move on. So yeah. just recognize, you know, and that goes. Sorry, no, I didn't mean to go. no, that go goes both ways though, too, because as you're saying that I'm thinking of times where I did the same, even with an undefined um, center, I, I can think of a lot of times in my younger years where I was uh, labeled oversensitive or feeling too much um, or, or being like, why are you crying? That's, this yes. is not something to cry about. Right. Uh, and now knowing that what I know, I'm, I'm wondering and pondering over whether it's because I was feeling other people's things, right? right. Deeply in a way that, that others weren't experiencing maybe necessarily in the same way, but I didn't know that. And instead I was just feeling them super deep and, and um, expressing something from them. And then being told that that was like stupid 
yeah you know or, or maybe not that word but you know like you're being silly like don't cry over that or whatever um you dismissive, know again right dismissive dismissive yeah and uh right and i'm uh, again as a projector as somebody who could see a lot of what other people cannot right because that's that's our gift our gift is in how we see and what we see um, coupled with, you know, my open center and being able to feel people's things, I was having profound insights into what was happening around me. I didn't know that. I didn't know how to express that. And I didn't know it wasn't my own. Right. Uh, yeah. Uh, so all of those things is a lot that's overwhelming. Mm -hmm. That taught me that just like, just like you were told showing emotions, a sign of weakness that taught me that showing emotions is silly or, you know, dismissive. It's right. not a valuable, you know, whereas uh, although I don't have them consistently produced in my body, like you do, because I don't have the definition, they're a source of learning always. Uh, there are, going back to how you started this about spirituality and emotional growth is there, there is so much learning to be gained from our emotions. That's the thing here with this center both ways any way you slice it any definition you have there is so much wisdom in this motherfucking center i'm sorry but there is and there are, there's so much to be learned here too i feel like because i feel like we know a lot about the other centers and i feel like this is one that we are still learning with and from and about you know and i think that there's just wisdom here that is untapped yet in those in this process because i know just in the short time that i've shifted my perspective with my emotions learning this info it's guided me to a place of really understanding the amount of um where my strengths lie with, when it comes to understanding people and emotional depth and and stuff like this and same for you and we're both very differently defined there right so it's like there's just so, so much power and, and um, stuff to be gained here in the center, especially when it comes to, to deconditioning it and really stripping down where are your emotions coming from? Are they yours? Are you holding on to them too long? All of those questions that we, yes. like Amy said, listen to those other two episodes. Where yeah, I mean, that's why we, yeah, that's why we felt so called to go deep. And so we'll try not yeah. to go as deep right here, but the other, yeah, thing, let's move on. Yeah. The one thing that I want to say here okay. as a reflection of what you were saying is yes. Uh, so many times in my life, I have been asked what's wrong. Oh, or yeah. I was conditioned when I saw that. I remember with my daughter when she was so little and she sat in the back seat, you know, front facing at that age in her car seat, like right. And she could see through the rear view mirror and see my face and her beautiful little voice. She said, mama, what's wrong with your face? Cause she could see an expression on my face that, that concerned her because it right. wasn't. And beautiful, you know, for her to be able to share that she has to find throat, like what's going on. And and what my invitation is, instead of asking people what's wrong when you see emotion for someone, even if it's, you know, obviously when you're happy, you know, great. Hey, what's going on for you right now? But a great way to say something would be what's going on for you right now. Is there a way that would you like support? Is there anything that I can offer you in this moment? Not what's wrong. 
because we're not wrong for having those emotions. So that's the thing I wanted to add there. Cause I don't believe I shared that in. in that's the a good, YouTube that's time. a good add on. Yeah, yeah. 100% because I, as an undefined emotional, I'm for sure have been somebody that has said those words to divine emotionals yeah. in my life. What's wrong? Yeah. What's wrong? Yeah. And see, it's coming from a, from beautiful, innocent place. Just like when your daughter asked, we're, we're not asking a lot of times from any other place than from a from a, you know, I'm feeling your emotions and it's concerning to me because, yeah. I, you know, as a non-defined emotional and I mean, not in your daughter's case, but in, in, in our case, I'm, um, you know, I would be inclined and conditioned to be like, what's wrong? And yeah. then you would be inclined to receive that in a way that's not productive. No, um, actually it, unhelpful. Me, the way I receive it is there is something wrong with me. Right. So I got to rein that in. I got to rein that in and control that. Yeah. And the ways that yeah. I've done it was it's almost damaging. Down. Yes. Like, yeah. yeah. Oh, hell so no. I'm not going to show that again. I'm not going to be where, delighted for yeah. that. Yeah. And, and you're right, because there are times where I've been asked that too, what's wrong, because maybe I'm feeling something deeply from somebody else around me and there's, there's nothing wrong. I'm, I'm actually processing all the emotions that I'm picking up on right now from this person that I love that is going through something and I'm just feeling it that deeply. That's why my face looks like this. Nothing's wrong, right? But that's how it, I'm sure it looks like something's very wrong yeah. externally, right? But yeah, I love your invitation to, um, to really invite, like, you know, what can I do for you? The editorial guys, before we started, we were looking something up and we were already on Zoom and Monique saw my face and I wasn't looking at the screen and she's like, what, what's going on? And literally I said, oh, I have a toothache and my tooth is hurting. And I just rubbed my tongue over it. So do you see, like, we had a perfect example of that in that <laughs> moment. You thought something was wrong based on something that we were looking up and I wasn't even looking at you, but you saw something different on my face and it led us to be like, oh shit, yeah. when, you know, and in that moment, there really was something wrong because my fucking tooth hurts, but it's just, another, <laughs> just another way, but not what I thought. Right. I know. Right. I know it was totally opposite of whatever. And you that's, you were that's a great point. That's yeah. a great example. Trying to lighten it up happens. a little bit here, people trying to lighten it up. Cause it can be really <laughs> heavy. God. Okay. We got two more and we're going to get through them because they're also very, very powerful. So we're going to move okay. on to the splenic center or the splenic or however the hell you want to say it. Cause you can say yes, it however you want. And this is, you know, Monique's like shining star in, you know, she's because she's got this authority, which we'll talk to about at um, another point, but we both have this defined, so we can't necessarily speak to it. I do have people in my life who has it undefined, so I can speak to it from their perspective. Um, the lowest vibration of not having to define. Here's one thing that I want to share. If it's completely open, it has been said that you could be designed to be completely fearless. The spleen can hold a lot of fear. Okay. I choose to look at it as awareness. That's my choice. Yes, I have it defined. It doesn't mean that I don't have any fear. I just choose to take that information as awareness. And, you know, so everybody gets to use it to whatever expression they feel like is best for them. Um, but, you know, for us, that is having it defined, we could be living in fear or not wanting to overcome our fears. And instead, I just always say, I trust myself. I do. And I say that I, I'll even say, I trust that this will unfold as it's meant to. I trust you're going to do great on your exam today. Like to my son, I trust that your shift tonight at work is going to be fantastic. Right. I trust, I just trust it. And that's awareness for myself. Um, if I wasn't living in that, you know, like I said, it's that living in the fear, um, and Monique, I know there's a couple of things that you're going to touch on here, but when it's undefined, which um, my son's girlfriend is undefined, um, she can hold on to others' fears and actually 
she could attract illness that others are having. And I've seen this experienced. Um, and so I'm inviting her to release fear. And when she's with my son, who his is defined, she gets to borrow that from him. She feels very safe when she's with him. So um, our instinct as a defined, it comes from within when it's undefined, often it comes, that instinct comes from others. So just be aware, allow yourself to be more aware and I'll let you go from there. Yeah. Yeah. No, those are, those are great points. And uh, the fear thing is huge guys. The splenic center or splenic center again, however you want to say that is, uh, is all about fear and trust. Like you were saying, those are great words to, to put around that. So, so the deconditioning there really is about looking at your fears assessing where they're from, where they're coming from, whether they're yours or not. It's kind of like the emotional question, like, are these mine? Same thing with the fears. I, I would say that might be something that could be helpful for an undefined uh, splenic person. I would say too that how I've heard the completely open splenic center could mean that you're fearless or that you're full of fears. Right, afraid of either everything. way. Yep. You know, um, I could go both ways. I also, um, can, can, I can see how, if you have an undefined spleen, you're going to be, you're going to feel safer and more comfortable maybe around people with splenic definition with defined spleen. Yeah. And like a low vibe could be overly dependent on them, right? Like, like a, you know, and like a mom, a parent child thing. Absolutely. And so my daughter is undefined in her spleen and I am very defined in mine. And this is something that I sometimes watch, you know, because her and I are very close. We have a tight relationship and I don't want to impart my fears on hers. I want her to, you know, obviously build her own set of whatever. Uh, I want her to trust herself. So these are all words that I, and Amy is so good about helping me remember, you know, to, um, to, uh, you know, again, I'm a one, she's a two. There's a lot of these little subtle differences with our designs that I'm so grateful for having this information for, because it allows me to approach it, it, it approach these, these things in a different way. And, um, she, uh, I can, I see in her moments where she is fearless she genuinely has no fear about the thing. It happened recently when we went to the fair and uh, her dad and her wanted to go on this ride. And I was like, I don't know, guys. I didn't, I didn't really want to go. I, I knew that my body was not going to feel good after I went on this ride or that I was going to get really scared once I got up there. I knew that. I knew that. And now that I trust my spleen all the time, I double knew that. And she was not scared at all. I was like, and I was at first, I'm like, are you sure? you want to go and I stopped myself and she went we all went I went too just because we were at the fair and um I was right 100% my body did not want to be up there once we were up there and she got scared when she was up there she was crying a little bit and I had to like hold her arm and of course then I was like oh god for baby but <laughs> I allowed myself to back the fuck off and let her have her own experience about this fear because she needed to do that right she needed to have her she wasn't scared, you know, um, I didn't allow for the absorption of my fear of that moment because I was, and I let her just experience it and then form her own opinion about it. She's like, I'm never going back on that again. And I was like, all right, cool. You know, <laughs> you made that for yourself though. Right. right. Great body wisdom, great body intelligence to recognize that. And she'll use that 
hopefully to her benefit the next time, right. not to impart fear, but allow her to kind of check in, you know, you nailed it. You nailed it with that because that's the other thing with the fear is that <laughs> I just threw my pencil guys. I was talking and I had a pencil in my hand and I was talking and it just flew out of my hand. Um, that's how my spleen is with me. Amy and I are non-sacrals. We're getting tired guys. This is a lot of info coming out of us. Okay. <laughs> Oof, let me reel it back in. But yes, that is the point what you just said about uh, using those moments and hopefully she will take that and let it guide her and not be scared the next time necessarily or be, because that's the thing with the spleen too is there's a couple gates in there that are about fear of the future, fear of repeating the past, fear, of the, you know, and so yeah. for example, gate 57, gate of clarity or intuitive clarity, which I have, which my daughter has, um, so I have it in my defined spleen. She has it in her own defined spleen. So we both have intuitive. Hers is subconscious. Mine is conscious. But still, we both have this intuitive clarity. We also both can have a fear of the future. That's what the low vibe of that gate is. So all of the gates in the spleen are, have a low vibe of like this like underlining like fear thing that you got to freaking work through and work with and, you know, figure out. And then a high vibe of super self-trust and like just I know this is for me. And there is no doubt about it in my mind. And, and that's, you know, why splenic authority, uh, the, the thing there is about self-trust. And, and I know I can very, very confidently speak on what's held me back most of my life was my own fears of doing the things and, um, and of expo all of it, fear, fear, fear is at the bottom root of my most misaligned moments no doubt and i do think that fear is something that we we struggle with as a species in general so um you know really really leaning into the fact that if you're defined in your spleen trust yourself and trust yourself whether it's your authority or not you know and even if it's undefined trust yourself <laughs> um you know and and know that uh that the spleen is here for survival it's like again our bodies are here to keep us uh not surviving but also aligned right surviving yeah. the best way for ourselves yes beautifully said yes and the roots shall the we root. move on oh my god we are bringing it home people we are bringing wow. it home if you have stayed through this which i pray you all have i'm just sending lots of hearts <laughs> for real we love you so much if I'm you are still hanging so good tonight <laughs> This is like a free masterclass at this point. <laughs> exactly. Yes. No shit. I love it. Okay. So the root center, I have it defined and, um, there have definitely been times in my life where I have, um, lived in the expression of it being undefined, like the lowest expression of it being defined. Um, 60% of the population has it defined, therefore 40% does not. And so I have consistent pressure in theory, right? Like just recognize that everybody has the way of experiencing this uh, to move things forward, right? Like I like the pressure to do things, the stress, the motivation, the ambition, the drive, all of that is within me for what I feel, how I feel called to use all of that. Um, so I am meant to very feel very calm and grounded in stressful situations. I actually do work pretty well under pressure. I don't really have a lot of pressure in my life right now, but um, I have a consistent way of getting things done. However, there have been times where I have held on to others unrealistic expectations of myself and given myself a lot of undue pressure to follow through with those, um, which does not feel good. It generates stress 
that I can't even begin to imagine or can't even begin to explain in ways that is completely out of alignment for me. Um, and so that's kind of, I just respond well um, under pressure and I trust my body to tell me what I have the drive and ambition to do. Um, and I am not gonna allow others to um, impart pressure upon me because I have it all within me, which feels really good. If it's undefined, um, you can feel some levels of restlessness maybe be super overwhelmed by stress. Um, you can definitely be trying to get things off your plate to relieve that pressure, especially if it's, you know, pressure from others. Um, and the highest vibration would be to trust that things will get done when they need to, right? And not forcing things and um, exercising some discernment with what pressure is yours and not. Um, feeling that there's always something to do could be like a low vibe, like definitely probably conditioning if it's, um, undefined for me, it's, you know, the conditioning is anybody else telling me what I have to get done. That's not going to work well for me anyway, as a manifester, but it's certainly not going to work well when it's defined because I'm going to trust that I'm going to do things when I'm meant to. So if it's undefined, just releasing that pressure. Um, and embracing that you may need help from others to do things because you may not have all that. I know my son has it undefined. And he says when I'm around or when his girlfriend is around, um, which we both have it defined, he borrows that from us and he's so much more motivated to get things done. He does not feel pressure from us to get it done. So he's grounded in it, guys. That's the highest vibration, but he borrows it for, from us to then empower him to get more things done because otherwise he's like, I don't see the point he's got, you know, and that doesn't make him lazy and it doesn't make him wrong and it doesn't make him useless. It's just, he doesn't have that same ambition that we do with it defined. What do you want to share Monique? Yeah, that was beautifully put. And uh, I appreciate you sharing like that because it makes me think of my mom. I have an undefined root. My mother has a defined root. She's a generator with a defined root. And I, I do think it's a testament to what you said about um, high vibe, low vibe, because now that I know I can use her root energy, I don't need to feel it as pressure. Whereas before I always felt it as pressure and it wasn't from, again, you know, a, a place of, of bad intention on her end necessarily. It was just um how it was being received and processed in my undefined route it felt like oh my god I gotta she, I gotta hurry up and get all this stuff done that you know she would just be inquiring about but just the way that she was inquiring was absorbed as feel, me feeling the pressure to get it done yeah. and that's a low vibe uh, uh, you know for both of us and, and you know there's been a there's a level of understandingness I think that needs to be offered maybe from from defined rooted people like yourself to the undefined root to understand that we don't operate the same way, yep. right? Because we just don't. Yeah. We're not here to operate that way. Um, and that's okay. That you, it doesn't mean that you lack motivation and drive and ambition. That's just not, you just don't have clear, consistent energy in that area. And so you'll do it whenever you're aligned using your strategy and authority, which is beautiful. Or you can borrow it if you're feeling called to, but there's, there's nothing wrong with each and every one of us. There's nothing wrong with any of us. Right. And that's really it. What you just said is that it's not that we don't, you know, we're just not here to consistently have that uh, push. It's a, you know, the, the root center is a pressure center, like the head center where we started at. These are pressure centers in our body that 
make the energy want to do things. So if your root is defined, it's consistently wanting to do things and has motivation to consistently do that. You know, just like if your head is defined, you have that pressure to have these thoughts and put them somewhere and be a thought leader and all of those things. Same thing with the root definition on the bottom end. But if it's not defined, I'm not here to consistently feel the pressure to do, to, to move that energy. There might be moments of the day where I do, there might be, you know, solar transits that make me want to move differently. And there might be certain people that bring it out in me. Right. But, um, but the consistency, and like you just said, uh, the willpower, I mean, the motivation is there um, in the moments that it's right for me because my 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 authority will tell me when I do have the ability, like this episode, for example, I have the motivation to do this yeah. episode, even though, you know, we're over an hour and really um, that's, that could have easily been absorbed in me differently and, and, you know, felt like we got to, you know, just rush, rush through it. I would have been talking faster to try and get the words out because I would feel this pressure to, that we have to do it quick, you know, so that we could be like done and done it up because I'm feeling a little tired or what. I don't need to do that. I can just process it a little bit slower for myself, understand, you know, my design and lean into the centers that I do have consistent lead to pull from and no I can check back in with my spleen and say am I good here I'm good here right yeah okay cool yeah I can keep going on and motivate myself accordingly right one of the highest expressions as a non-sequel being that I feel like I use my defined root center is the fact that it's also in addition to it being a pressure center it's also a motor and so I get some energy from it so the motivation drive and ambition that I get from it I allow it to fuel my energy for the day And I think the way I misguided it before was let others impart the pressure on me to use it, which is completely out of alignment. And, you know, that was just conditioning that I, oh my God, everybody needs something from me. I've got to do it. No. Yeah. And, 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 and it's allowing both because I can say that, uh, learning that mine was undefined was a big one for me too, because I felt allowed to run again, at a different speed or in a, in a different way. And it, it went along with me learning to be uh, more aligned with my projectorness and uh, waiting for the invitation. And it allowed me to sit back and relax. And I can tell you people that have known me over previous years until now, I have, I have really settled into my chiller, um, you know, vibe and, and, and the, the way that I run is a little bit erratic. Sometimes it comes and goes and, uh, but I'm, I'm learning to settle into all that in a way that comes off way more natural and less high strung than I was before Right is how I was coming off to people. I mean, and, and I would be like not unintentionally, but literally because I felt the pressure yeah. of needing to hurry up and get it done. And so I didn't have time for anybody's shit. And I was just like in this zone trying to get things done when it's like, it didn't matter how much I did. I was never going to be free of that pressure to get the things done in the, by doing that ever, right. You know, it's about picking and choosing where I put my energy and yes. what I feel the need to do and what I don't. I can now just be like, I don't need to work out every day and not feel bad about that. Right. Genuinely not feel bad about that because I would spend time being like beating myself up because I didn't have the motivation to do that every day. That's just not something that I feel motivated to do every day. 
that's okay. Even though, but you know, in this, especially in the society and, and for a lot of people that working out every day is, is really important to them. And, and, you know, in certain designs, it, it should be right. You know, in your case, you, you need to move your root energy, right. Or for you, and I know my emotion. Somebody, mine is more and my your emotional like, energy. And right? I have gate five. So I like rhythms and rituals and routines, routines. <laughs> and for lots of a bajillion reasons, we're all built differently. But the point is that there's zero reason for me to feel bad about that anymore. Nope. In this one example, I can nope. just accept that when I do feel like going for a run, I'll go for a run and then I won't do it for like a while. I also have none of those like routine gates like Amy has. And, you know, so uh, it's really just leaning into that for our own, you know, and, and thank God, thank God we made it to the end of this. And thank God we're in a place to, to mm-hmm. end it like this, because this is the whole point. The whole point is move with your energy, yes. in your definition, lean into those parts and um, understand the conditioning that comes with each one, whether it's defined or undefined. And also understand that this, the openness is there to serve us. It is not there. There's nothing broken about you or wrong with you um, in any ways, shapes or forms, right? You are enough just as you are. You are perfectly, perfectly designed just as you are. And what we're talking about here is really loving that, accepting that, honoring that and starting to bring awareness to where those feelings come from. And if it's coming from an external place of conditioning, checking that at the door and saying, we're done with that now. And we're going to, we're going to just really lean lean into what is our own. What is our own? Nobody knows that, but us, nobody knows that. Nobody can tell you that. Yep. My definition, my openness, my um, undefined, my gates that are lit up is the way that I experience them and express them is all mine. I could potentially look at somebody else's chart. That's very similar to mine. And it's the way that they're expressing and experiencing it can be completely different. Neither one's right or wrong. They're both completely beautiful and just honoring the awareness of everything that we've shared today. What we're inviting is, is allowing you to check in and see where you can create the highest vibration because we want you to live in full alignment, to love yourself, love other humans, be spiritual, connect with all of that so that we can raise that not only for ourselves, but for the collective, because we start first with us. And, you know, Monique and I are always going to give our perspectives first, which is kind of where we started with all this. So that was our intention with sharing this super long episode. I feel much gratitude that we've made our way through it. That's the absolute beautiful example of us being plugged in and having um, a sacral in an hour and a half episode. But I really feel like it's important for people to hear the way that we've expressed it, the way that we've experienced it and invite them and offer the opportunity for them to then go into their own experience and experiment and find what's right for them so that they can live in the highest vibration. That's where I'm at. Yes. Amen, sister. You said it all. Yeah. I feel like we're done here. I feel like we're done here. here. We are certainly done here. Uh, Any questions, comments, please hit us up, um, you know, and uh, we'll, We'll make the next one shorter. Yep. And we have, you know, in the show notes, <laughs> ways that you can connect with us. We'd love to interact on Instagram. I love human be spirit for sure. And uh, any questions that you, you know, feel called to um, ask, we will be on it. We love oh, it. Oh, and listener support is activated now, guys. 
you don't know what that means, you know, Google it, but uh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but, but really, uh, listener support is activated. And, uh, you know, if you're in a pl- position to give or, or you want to support us, uh, we're open to that. And uh, we're, we're open to receiving. Yes. And uh, we love you so much. Please go out and love yourselves every single day. Please know that you are enough and perfectly designed just like you are. Yes. And thank you for holding space for us as we share all this, because we certainly are holding that space for you. Yes. Thank you. All right. Bye for now. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. We hope you found it inspiring and digestible. If you like what you heard, it would mean a lot to us if you'd take a moment to follow us. So you'll be notified when new episodes are released. And if you're feeling really generous, please share and review our podcast as long as it's a five-star review. Otherwise, never mind. Maybe just keep that to yourself. And lastly, if you're new to human design or just curious to learn more about your own, Amy and I both have offerings for that. We also have an extensive human design community that we belong to. So if we don't feel like the right fit, we can certainly guide you to someone who is.